Yes, talk random with me, talk random, talk random. Yes, it's talk random with me, Abs, and... And me, John Bashi. That was a bit slow. This guy is a bit slow at time. He's, 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 <laughs> he's, non, he's like a bit non-compassionist at times, isn't it, John? Very, very, very true. Well, this week we're on Anchor again, aren't we, Abs? Yes, unfortunately, due to, like, obviously the pandemic and everything and what's been going on, but we want, yeah. you are in my bubble. But we thought, to be yeah. safe, Let's do it on Anchor for a bit. Yeah. But at least this week, we've got a guest, haven't we? Yes, it is Mohammed from London, and he's a student in Manchester. Yes, yeah. welcome, Mohammed. How are you thank doing, you, mate? Thank you. I'm good, man. How are you look? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Don't so you you are friends with ABS, is that right? You met at um, Black Lives Matter uh, yeah. protest? Yeah, yeah. So I was just out recording and uh, um, asking people some questions and just happened to stop ABS and a couple of people he was with. Okay, he was a bit so reluctant at the start to join, but... So you actually interviewed Abs then? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't want to okay, do it at the really? start. Right, okay, okay. So when when was it that you met then? What what date was that? Oof. I can't remember the exact date. It Mark. was um, It was in March, yeah, but... I mean, I'll probably okay. find it somewhere, but I don't know so exactly. Like, oh, so over six months ago now. Yeah. Nearly a year, actually, isn't it, really? Oh, shit, yeah. We're in oh, February. Bloody hell, yeah. <laughs> so what... What what was your opinion on the whole uh, Black Lives Matter movement? Do you think um, the protesting was was a success? Do you think there is still um, areas to improve? Do you think that anything has changed since March? Basically, um, if I were to say success, I'd have to. I mean, all the goals that were discussed before the marches and and the movement should have been met, and I don't think they've been met yet. Yes, there's more right. awareness and stuff. Yeah. Um, a lot of opinions have changed. A lot of people have been educated, which is a step forward. But I don't yeah. think it's it's a success in that sense where like lives are now completely different and like racism has been eradicated and yeah. um, people are people's quality of lives have, have significantly increased. And there's no yeah. Uh, in terms of that, I don't think it's been that much of a success. But in terms of a first step, I think it's been really good. Yeah, I would agree. The the awareness side of it seems to have improved. But even still today, nearly a year later, we're still experiencing um, racism. And uh, most recently in, in sport. Um, I don't know if you if you follow sport, but uh, a couple of the Manchester United players were, were racially abused um, yesterday um, when Manchester United played um, Southampton. A young black player for Southampton was sent off inside three minutes and as a result got a lot of racist abuse on Twitter. Um, so there is still an element of, you know, there is still a really large element of racism, especially in sport, that needs to be tackled. Yeah, for sure. Echoing what you're saying, John and Mohammed, speaking about like racism and eradicating it. Just yesterday, Ian Wright, Philip, took some boy to court for racially abusing him in DMs over a FIFA game. And then the judge was a bit of an idiot because the judge did not give him a criminal conviction. And he goes, he made a mistake. But if it was the opposite roles reversed, it'd be totally different. Yeah, yeah I did see what Ian was saying about that. In terms of um, him forgiving the guy, but then the court taking that into consideration and giving him a lesser sentence or something. Yeah, no, no, no criminal conviction because he's just he, he oh, starting out. And that's like, if, if we'd done that, it would be definitely a criminal conviction. Do you think that if it was um, if it was classed as a criminal conviction, it would have sent a clear message, maybe, to not yeah, be um, you know racist online and and kind of uh, demote trolling, essentially? What do you think about that? Yeah, I definitely think that would have worked um, to some extent. Anyway, obviously, there's still going to be people that just don't care, but 
if there's people that are like in between um, and they don't know whether they should or should not say something, uh, yeah. I think it acts as a good deterrent. Yeah, definitely. Um, me and Abs were talking last week about um, trolling, essentially, and a lot of people um, are kind of racist or, or troll uh, online because of the there's no there's no face to them. They can hide behind the keyboard. You know, you can create your own fake profile and you can say what you want when you want and. What what's your opinion on that? We we were kind of discussing maybe there should be some sort of way that you know you can't create an account unless it's kind of um, face recognized to yourself or something mm. like that. Do you think something like that would maybe uh, demote trolling and uh, and other sorts of you know racism essentially? Mm. I haven't really thought about that. In terms of it being regulated, I agree like a hundred percent. It should be regulated a lot more. I don't know about uh, facial recognition and stuff like that because, firstly, that's so difficult to to implement in the first place. And but the thing is, you shouldn't like things like this shouldn't be excused by saying it's too difficult to do in the first place. So so we shouldn't do it. So I agree, but at the same time, I don't know. I don't know enough about this. Um, to know yeah, definitely. Obviously, I, I'm not saying that I'm a, I'm a professional in this either. You know, it's just, you know, a, a thought that I was having about maybe a strategy to eradicate it because of, I just think that a lot of people will be racist online because of they can't see you and they won't say it to your face. Do you get me? You know, what's kind of a way to kind of get rid of that? And I, I don't know. It's just a suggestion. Well, what were you going to say? I'm just... Sorry to interrupt you. I think like platforms like Snapchat and um, TikTok have been like... Um, at its forefront at the moment because some ginger bloody fat guy was being racially abusive on tw- on Instagram or TikTok and Snapchat showing his face, literally racially abusing Asians, blacks. And one thing I say is a lot of them, or nowadays, are not scared to hide behind a screen. They will show their face and they will show their true opinions. Because once you have the likes of like Katie Hopkins influencing mm. people like this, for example, Instagram deleted all her accounts, right? But then all of a sudden, yeah. she's got new accounts. Look at Wiley. He said one alleged anti-Semitic comment, and like he has no socials. Like he can't get. It's, every time it's a Twitter, he gets shut down. Insta, he gets shut down. So I just think that it's just more prominent nowadays. But not, there's no um, excuses for it. And I think like I always this like racism, racist to like pedos. I say just need to go. That's my opinion anyway. Yeah, definitely. I, I I would agree. You know, something um, you know large needs to come to try and uh, and stamp it out because of it's a joke, really, isn't it? We're in twenty twenty one and we're still experiencing racism. You know, we all we all bleed red. You know, we're all children of God. We're all equal. So it, it's really it's a real shame to kind of you know even read news articles about it. It's just fucking shit, really. True. But going on to a positive, we're going to speak about Mohammed's um, work with Sonda, how we met really, and what Sonda is. Mohammed, what is Sonda for the people who don't know what Sonda is? I want John. John doesn't really know what Sonda is. Yeah, I have. Okay, no yeah, just to explain it. So the main thing, the main idea is that it's a platform to give everyday people, me, you, anyone else, a voice to um, create a platform where people could share their ideas or opinions, um, their thoughts on certain topics. Um, what do you think on uh, relevant um, like topics and stuff like that? Uh, like allowing us to feel more interconnected, like people to relate to each other more, to understand each other more, to see other points of views, that kind of stuff. So it's more like to do with knowledge and um, yeah, just giving people an idea of what other people think. Because we're all so stuck in, especially with um, social media, we're all in our little echo chambers. We only see what like 
we're kind of we're kind of tailored. I mean, uh, the the stuff that we see on social media is tailored to us and who we are. So we don't really get to see other people's opinions. Um, what I'm trying to do is just get everyone together to show us how similar yet different we all are, and maybe allow us to like reach common ground, stuff like that. And one thing I do like about um, your work is you approach random members of the public, like myself, and put me on, not put me on the spot, but um, I looked at one of your videos recently, and it's like, what's your biggest achievement so far? Um, yeah, and it's good to just get people's achievements and hear people like what their product. Yeah, things like your bit, your best piece of advice that you've learned, and I think it's very inspirational because a lot, a lot of people are doing that. You see the same old ones where they just stop people and have a laugh, but I think your one's got um, substance behind it. Where yeah, you're giving people a platform to share their stories, and you're just get, making people more aware of it. Like the first time I met you, thought, like, "Now who's this guy putting a camera in my face?" Before I call <laughs> I'll do it. Uh, but it's. I think it's refreshing to see someone who is very passionate about this from London connecting. I kind of think you're connecting the North and the South together. Like more, you're connecting the young people from the North and the South together by putting Sunday oh, London. I didn't think of that. That's what I, yeah, yeah. I just thought of it just now. Like, you've interviewed a lot of Manchester people, then you interviewed a lot of London people. And for me, it's like you're connecting yeah. the youth and like the young people together, really. Um, and that's really, really good. What? How did you come up about the act? Was it your? Was it your idea alone? Yeah, it was. It was. It was proper random. It wasn't exactly supposed to be. Um, uh, in terms, of, like, I wanted to write a book before uh, where I just interview random people, um, ask them about their lives, and collate them, and just have a, like a massive compilation of people and like the highlights of their lives, um, where they were born, languages they speak, the experiences they've gone through, and like just giving us something so that we can see how different our lives are and how everyone has such a different story. Like you're just walking around and you're just seeing so many people every day, like just walking past you and you don't even think twice about them. But it's it's mad how like their lives are just so complicated and complex. Everyone's just a background character, isn't it? That's true, that's true. It's good how we met and from that like, I've stayed in touch with you. And one thing I realised about you is you're very passionate about like young people, mental health, very passionate about things that happen in the third world countries, like countries abroad. Yeah. Um, and it's refreshing to highlight that because I wouldn't have seen it if you didn't share it. And that's the thing, like the media like to show certain things on certain platforms and they want to hide certain yeah. things. So you highlight like important issues at the same time. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a, it's a really good initiative. Um, you know, it's kind of like a, a voice of the voiceless, maybe, um, trying to get people together and, and like you say, like a, maybe a bit of an educational platform as well. What is your what is your kind of of goals for this? Do you you know do you see yourself doing this um, long term or is it a short term thing that you'd like to do? And is it is it just you that's behind it, or is there or is there a group of you behind it as well? Um, so right now it's just me. Obviously, I have like people around me and friends that I ask um, for their opinions and stuff like that, but, like for any yeah. ideas but yeah basically all me at the moment uh in terms of where okay. i want it to go right now um the main thing is having influence over people and being able to change their minds or opinions or allow them to see the world differently so of course one of my goals would be to make this platform even bigger so that it can impact more people um Definitely. from there i can maybe have more resources i can invest in better equipment i can start like doing this like right now i'm just using my phone and a microphone um okay do you have do you have a camera guy or is it just just you uh, sometimes my girl records for me, but um, oh, yeah. yeah, a Some lot of girl that mate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there by your side. <laughs> yeah, all the time through the cold, the winter, the summer. Yeah, great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so she helps out a lot, um, even in okay. terms of like ideas, um, writing stuff out. Because like I'm not 
I'm not really a writer. I'm more of a. I don't know what I am, but I'm you're not more of a go getter so. than a writer. You like you like to put yeah, more yeah. on. I'm the same. You're very practical, but you're not. You don't like writing, which I I get. Yeah, I think you're more creative in the aspects where you like creating things, but you're not good at writing aspects. Yeah, yeah Everyone exactly. has different skills, so you can obviously your girlfriend's got them skills, but she's good at writing and everything. Where you got the other skills, so it matches. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. That that, that explained it perfectly. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, that was so that's basically wanna... it. Where where can the people kind of find this platform? Is it on YouTube? Is it an Instagram page? Is it on Twitter? What so it's it? on um, YouTube and Instagram. The main one being Instagram right now. Um, okay. Do you want to do you want to plug it and give us your handles and your username? Yeah, it's and... at Sonder S O N D E R and then L D N. So Sonder London. Okay, brilliant. You might see nice. me on there. A little friendly face. Yeah, yeah. Catch. Yeah, scroll down. You'll see abs. Yeah, brilliant. I look forward to uh, to to check. Don't drink my trim though. Yeah, that's all I'm sure. saying. Barbers are closed them times. <laughs> You've always got a dead trim abs. Mm, debatable. <laughs> 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 but moving on um so from that kind of of topic uh abs obviously said that you you study in manchester what is it that you um that you study currently so i'm doing mechatronic engineering right now which is completely wow. unre- unrelated to my hobbies yeah okay um, so it's like uh mechanical engineering electrical and computer science and it's compiled into one degree and you study like different elements of each of those uh, modules Okay, um, brilliant. So, what what kind of um, drew you to Manchester? Was it that course in specific, or did you just want to be in Manchester? Um, I just I just wanted to be in Manchester. I don't know why. I was just so intent on coming here. Like I didn't even attend an open day or anything. Right. Okay. I just read a few things about it, and I was like, yeah, like I want. I have to go here. Yeah, to be fair, with UA92, which is where I study, I didn't attend an open day either. I literally heard a, a, a radio advert and thought, yeah, that's a pretty cool place. And, you know, I wanted to be a part of it. Oh, mad. Um, what was the advert so, like that made you want to, like, what What did they say on the advert that made you want to go there? I can't remember, but it obviously emphasised the fact that the uh, the owners were like the kind of the class of '92. Um, obviously, I'm a, I'm a Manchester United fan, and I, I play football myself. Yeah. And the kind of um, things that they uh, were promoting for future students to to kind of be resilient and, and all this stuff were kind of some um, personality traits that I wanted to develop. And obviously, with it being local, because I'm I'm from Manchester myself, that kind of drew me to it. Essentially. Okay. Well, and are you and Abs on the same course, or you just at the same uni? Same uni. No, I'm. I I do sport and exercise science, and Abs does uh, journalism. Is it Abs? You should know this. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. we obviously I went. John's a bit simple. So obviously I went. I went to. So obviously yeah. I worked around the corner as well. So I was walking past this place. For what is this building here? I thought it was. Like, I actually thought it was like a prison or something at first. I thought why are they building a prison in the middle of Shropshire? I thought, oh, let me just check it out then. And then the open day was, oh, right, you know, everything was that like, the building wasn't even ready yet. And I said, you know what, I'll just give it a go. Yeah, it used to be the old Kellogg's factory, yeah. didn't it? Uh, yeah. But then, obviously, I like it. It's fun and it's more practical. That's how me and John made friends in Target Talent Curriculum. I felt sorry for him. I thought, oh, I feel sorry for him. <laughs> <laughs> did it, John? Oh, legend. Yeah, it was, it was some, uh, uh, to be honest. What, what, what was your opinion of Abs when you first met him, actually? I mean, I mean. I was just a bit shy, isn't it? That's why I'm surprised. That's why I was shy. surprised. Yeah, because you should see him at uni. He doesn't show. No, I, think, oh, I couldn't imagine because I've heard a couple of the episodes. I think for me, 
Um, right, okay. You just love talking, isn't it? I'm very wary, innit? Wary. I'm like, I put up, I, I'm a bit shy. But then when I get to another person, I thought, yeah, they're, they're live, them, they're live, they're live. I think just because uh, it was a BLM protest and you couldn't be like hyped and buzzing. And oh, yeah. You yeah. have to be like more introverted rather than more. Because normally I would love mm-hmm. that camera. My friends are like, ah, but you do love the camera. Go on, go on, go on. So I don't. Yeah, I remember your, some of your friends kept pushing you to, to go chat on the camera. And I said, go on then. But no, I'm glad I did because you came out the second time and I said, okay, I'll do it. Um, yeah, but no, that's how we met. But my first impression of John was a bit simple, but cool. Now, John, that's a simple bro. Uh, oh, nothing wrong with simplicity. Eh? Thought, he's, yeah. he said he's a footballer, and I'm like, really? So I went to see him play a couple of times. All <laughs> oh, right, it, no one is in this team. He's all right. I've read. Uh, yes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wait, who yeah, did you play for, uh, John? I played for Stanley Bridge Celtic, but I'm currently on loan at Chorley. So because of the uh, the pandemic, um, our league has, has been suspended, basically. Oh, so I, I asked to go on on loan to the league above because the league above is, is classed as elite for some, uh, you know, there's yeah. the six tiers and, and, and that tier is classed as elite, uh, which isn't really much different to Staley Bridge, if I'm being honest. But um, because that's class as elite, that's allowed to go on. So basically just to be able to continue playing football, because you're not even allowed to train um, unless your club is an elite status. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've joined Chorley on on, on one month's loan. And, um, you know, after the month, we'll we'll see if if it gets extended or not. Um, How has it changed in teams, by the way, and just me and new people and stuff? Yeah, it's 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 really kind of awkward. Um, I hate change of scenery. You know, yeah. I, I like everything to kind of be fixed almost. You know, I, I I kind of go by the idea that I've got X amount of friends, and you know, I've got these hobbies or these foods that I like, and I, I don't really like change too much. So so going into like a new changing room where you're the new guy, it's quite daunting for me because of. You know, nobody really talks to you. You don't know anybody. Um, you, you know, you, you try and get involved in conversation, but ultimately they're talking about past things where you weren't involved mm. in. So it, it's sort of kind of hard to, to get involved. But, you know, sh- slowly, slowly after time, you know, you, you start to kind of form little bonds. Come out your shell. Uh, you start to... Yeah, you start to come out of your shell, you learn the players' names, because obviously you go to a team and you you know 20-odd people new, so you're trying to put names to faces, basically. But um, yeah, it's it's like anything, really, isn't it? I suppose if you go to a new job and you don't know anybody, do you? You're a new guy. I can kind of relate to that Um, as well, because I changed school so many times when I was younger. I changed, I think, right, maybe okay. seven times in total from primary to secondary. Is that because you've been yeah. around in London? Or no, I, the thing is, I haven't even moved house a single time, but my parents just wanted to go look for the next best school and the, the next best school after that. Like, I think it's typical for right. immigrant parents to just True. come to a um, more developed country and just want the best for their kids. My parents were just like yeah. that so much where they just kept making me change schools and they're like, no, this one's not good enough. This John's, one's like, not like, like John's, dad, John's half Turkish and half English. His dad was like, like John, what's the best for you for your football team? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. My my dad is, is is quite pushy. You know, he's always trying to. You know, why have you gone to this team? You need to go to the one that's higher. Oh, I know. You know, that's the type of <laughs> mentality that he has. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I see. But um, so I definitely understand that. But yeah, definitely, if you've moved schools a bunch of times, you know, no better experience than than that. Yeah, really, it's difficult to firstly so. join new friendship groups and then on top of that have to retain yeah. them um, after yeah, leaving. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it was weird. 
But now I just know yeah. so many random people. I'm not that tight yeah, with that, everyone, but I just know better random people. Yeah, I mean that's a good uh, good thing as well. Obviously, if you move about a lot, you, you have a you have a large network. Yeah, exactly. So, I suppose. You know, if you ever bump into someone, you know, oh hi mate, you know, you reckon you know him because you went to school yeah, with him, yeah. or you know, I, I would know him because I played football with him or whatever. So there are positives and negatives of it, and um, it just kind of takes time, really. You know, I've been there a few weeks now, so slowly, slowly starting to come out of the shell. And um, yeah, we've got a game on Saturday, go so hopefully I can go. be involved with that. Oh, fans can't. No, I used to no, go shouting in it. Yeah. <laughs> Football got completely defunded. Yeah, so with, with the National League, they've um, been supported by the National Lottery, um, which obviously helped sport a lot yeah. for, with uh, with grants. Um, but at the moment, this kind of is up in the air really because of the government are going to fund. Um, you know the testing of coronavirus and and the player wages because of clubs obviously are losing out from losing fans, mm. so they lose on those fundings. But it, it's kind of up in the air now because of the government are, are saying we're going to give you low interest loans, where it was, whereas it was understood to be um, grants essentially. Mm. So it's all up in the air of whether this league is going to get suspended now. But we'll, we'll have obviously, to wait John, and see. speaking about like transferring and loans and everything, did you see Jay Ling? Where yeah, did you see Mohammed. Uh, I didn't watch the full game. I just saw his goals on his debut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's transferred to West Ham as well. Yeah. I think it's to boost his confidence up, obviously, because he has been through a hard time with his mum and everything, not being well. And I just think Ole didn't believe in him at the start. So I think the guy who's at West Ham he used to be with United, I think, but he's given him a chance. And I think confidence boost. And I think that's what it goes to show, like resilience and perseverance. If you believe in that one person, they will change. And I think him being at that, him being at West Ham, it, it was the break it was a break he needed and the change he needed just because he wasn't himself and he scored two goals on his debut. I was like, oh, yes, Jay Lings. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm I'm totally buzzing for him. Um, as a United fan myself, um, he was getting quite a lot of stick from United fans for, you know, maybe not performing as well as what he has done previously. And I think this loan move for him will be will be great for him, you know, to go there for, for six months to the end of the season. And if he can get some form like he has done in his first game and, and, and come back next year, like, basically a new player again and um, I think Jesse Lingard's actually from Warrington and I kind of grew up around the Warrington area so I've always I've always uh, I've always liked Je- Jesse so um, I hope he does does amazing definitely you do you know him personally Abs? no I know his eight no it is a random right this is just no gassing right shut up I do I know him personally you're sarcastic <laughs> his agent his management I know them because I serve them at MS. I go hey what do you do what do you do oh, I work for social um, some social thing I said really ask Jay Lingard so they come to my MS and I serve them that's how I get that's how me Mohammed. I get to know mm-hmm. customers I work in MS. obviously I get to know customers and see what they're about and try and network with them um, so yeah. John's working on because his networking is not the best uh, yeah not 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 the greatest is there any better networker than, than Abs though really no Mohammed, I mean, I well, you'd know. say you'd say you enjoy talking to people then Abs yeah just true. new nah. people Does it is it not daunting to you or does it excite you more than makes you nervous no I'm nervous see myself as a swan you know how swans swim nicely this is a true like elegant but then and deep, stuff. underwater you can't see them underwater they're flapping like mad oh I get you oh, okay. so on the surface yeah. it looks like you're not panicking but inside you're like fucked yeah <laughs> I don't probably speaking before I have like accidentally swore I said I can't go out I can't go out I'm having a palpitation I'm having a diss I'm having this and I thought no I can't do it I can't do it I'd rather go last but then going last is the worst yeah, so when I when I was a kid I was proper proper confident in, in terms of like public speaking I mean there was one time that we as kids we were, we went on a football tour to France 
And I um, and when we were on the plane going to France, I literally got up in in front of the whole plane and did some sort of Borat performance because what? at the time I did a really good uh, a really good Borat impression. And uh, yeah, I got people applauding me and, and 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 giving me money because I was I was so good at it and stuff like that. And like looking back at it now, it's like. I was so extrovert then, and now to become now I've became more slightly introverted, and I'm just like, wow! Like, if you gave me like ten thousand pounds, I wouldn't be able to do that now. Do you get me? It's mad that how um, your personality maybe kind of changes as you get older. Yeah. When do you think yours changed, then, or just started to change? I don't know to be honest, because of in school I was I was I was a bit of a class clown, you know. I was I was a bit naughty, and I always like created attention. You still are in uni. Well, not really. I'm 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 good in. You know, I'm, I'm a bit immature still, but I, overall, I, I'm I'm a good boy in university. But when I was a kid, like I always wanted to be like the centre of attention. You know, always just trying to make people laugh. You know, be be a bit of an idiot, and you know, hey, drama. Hey. And I always wanted to be the best. I always wanted to be the best player on the team in terms of football. And I don't know, just as I got older, maybe like around 16, I just kind of chilled out and, and became more introverted. Like, don't get me wrong, I don't mind meeting new people and, um, you know, conversing well, with them. It's just like maybe the mindset kind of changed. It. Maybe the mindset's changed a little bit that, you know, maybe meeting this person, you're not going to become best pals or you maybe only meet them one time and you'll never see them again type of thing. Um, no, that's interesting. I think for me, it's my no it's me like it, i always say that oh it, because i like to talk to people i think for me it's i i say oh no excuse me i say oh it must be my adhd because i like to be hyped i like to interact with people i don't trust and i don't connect with um, it's weird because if i meet someone now i don't know what it is it's it's a sixth sense that i have i think uh, but i love public speaking i think for me it's about engaging an audience and trying to make them laugh and trying to all i try and alter the way i speak so i think for me as a kid, obviously, I was like more buzzing and everything. And John was saying class clown because John is because he encourages um, behavior in the class. Do you remember John? Um, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe when I'm with Abs, I kind of encourage him a little bit, and I, maybe I live vicariously through <laughs> you. Um, you know, because that's what I what used you, to Mohammed? do. Maybe Were you class clown and all that. But it's um, yeah, yeah. But the, like changing schools so many times. Uh, I had to keep like warming up to people and then change school and then warm up to people again and change school. So it's only like when I actually start warming up to people, that's when I start being yeah, myself be more. But I feel I feel like that just made me more introverted in general because of the amount of times that I had to like integrate myself into new friendship groups and stuff. So it just kind of, instead of making me come out my shell more, yeah, and I just you. go back in. Because I just wasn't bothered to do it anymore. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. But it's, it's a very kind of interesting topic, isn't yeah, it? For real. Yeah, for real. Speaking about maybe the future, um, obviously we're in the month of February. And I don't know if you guys know, but February is actually the perfect month. Mm. Set your calendars at all. Wait, what do you mean the perfect month in terms of what? So so there is there's 28 day days month. in February. Mm-hmm. Um, the month started on monday the first of february and there is just four four weeks to your calendar yeah it, it, as the days go by so thursday would be the fourth you know friday would be the fifth saturday the sixth oh i've just seen it yeah it, yeah it's just completely perfect okay uh, and and also coming up in, in february obviously you, Always you said before that you, you've got a girlfriend is uh, <laughs> is, is valentine's day isn't it yep um 
do you do you actually do you actually know what date Valentine's Day is? What the fourteenth? Yeah, there you go. 14th. Oh, I thought it was a trick, trick question or something. Just, just, nah, just test. Always just a Sunday as well. So, so good. Um, <laughs> well, well, you got work no. next day, haven't you? On a Monday. No, Friday. So you, so you can't. Sunday. You can't be getting up to Friday, too much. Saturday, no good at fun stuff. Actually, Sunday relaxing. Yeah, Valentine's weekend. Oh, <laughs> Valentine's weekend, and it's my birthday in um, February. But Valentine's weekend, I'm out of the message. Wait, when is when's your birthday? I'm out of the message to people on Valentine's Day, just in case. Oh, okay. So, what are you, you fancy me around tonight, or can I come to yours? Yeah. So, so you're you're actually single, aren't you? What, 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 what? I might miss you. You wanna come around? Can I come around to yours? <laughs> I, said, I miss you. Yeah. I might just go. With maybe try and got maybe try and sort True. yourself a virtual day. Like, oh, anyway, really. Mohammed, what are you doing with Valentine's Day? Yeah. Oh, don't know yet. I haven't made any plans. I'm still trying to recover oh, from exams. Plans. My brain has only been oh. occupied with um, actually recovering at the moment. It's been it's been under a week. Not, um, well, I'm supposed to for labs, but obviously they got cancelled. So we had to do like simulated labs, which was a lot harder than normal labs because I for some people it might be yeah. easier, but I'm quite a hands-on person. I learned by actually doing things yeah. and simulated labs. You're not really doing anything. It's called a simulated lab, but you're not actually simulating anything. It's like kind of pre-done for you oh, that's annoying, with though. explanations for why something's like this. Yeah, it's it's so jarring. Like they, uh, the University of Manchester yeah. messed up so badly this exam season in my department anyway. There's um yeah they were on, well I had two exams for every module. That was one thing See, that they messed up on. as well. And then you have two exams every module. Yeah. So my exams were running from 9 to 4 p.m. And there was a written one where we had to obviously write our answers and then take pictures and submit as a PDF. And then there was an online one. And I found myself literally from 9 to 3 p.m. just focusing on the written exam with no breaks. I was barely eating as well. And then from 3 to 4 p.m., I was doing like the online exam. So it was so draining. I, I, I literally... Don't know how people do exams anymore. <laughs> one of one of the main reasons why I joined UA ninety two was because there was no exams. Oh, that's all so calm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, exams like like you were saying from like nine till three is such a long time to be focused yeah. on. It's exam. nine till four even. <laughs> it's just I finished the right, written yeah. one by three. But yeah, intensely yeah. like using yeah. your brain that whole time is just so draining. Yeah, and I'll just be out I mean, for the rest of the day. Just can't do it. Yeah, I mean, us at UA ninety two, they tend to whenever we're doing like a lesson, that you know, they they kind of teach for an hour and then they give us like twenty minutes break. Uh, I mean, having to focus for more than like an hour is tough as it is. I mean, having to do an exam, honestly, really, really tough. And I, mm. I do Would not you envy it? you, mate. No, I don't envy myself. The next Elon Musk with your course. <laughs> I mean, theoretically, yeah, but the the work that I've been putting in this semester is I not going to yeah, allow me to do anything like that. Penalize like you should um, give you max up because of the bloody pandemic, and that's one thing I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, I've emailed them. Um, after almost every exam, 75% of the exams, literally after the exam, I emailed the uni saying, what the hell was that, basically? And a lot of the times um, they've responded and they just say, oh, sorry, this well, is unprecedented and the times are different, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, okay, well, I literally I, can't do anything at this point. Money. But um, I, I'd love to, yeah. It's just, um, I need to see what funding is saying because next year, uh, I want to take a gap year. I don't want to get a job straight away. Um, I just mm. want to focus on this videography stuff. And what year are you in? This is my final year now. Final year. And yeah. Okay, cool. So I'm just trying to chill and, and work on uh, my page, see where that goes. And then after that, just start applying for graduate jobs and hopefully be able to from there. But yeah, my end goal is literally just to work on Sonder. I'm sure I hope right, to cool. use the UA90 yeah. studio sometimes when it's open. 
Yeah, no, that would be sick. Yeah. Like even you guys um gave me the idea of starting a podcast as well. Um Yeah. Like it, it, I was I'm not trying to limit myself to just video uh, videography. Like yeah. the podcast would be it's, so good as well. Um like just discussing yeah, relevant topics, stuff like that getting people on yeah. like yeah basically similar to what you lot are doing i think it's a sick idea yeah well the main the main reason why we actually kind of made this podcast was because of we went online and it was kind of a way for me and me and abs to still you know chat and obviously abs is is, is an aspire you know wants to be in the media yeah. and, I th- and i thought this would be a good kind of, of platform if he if he was to go to you know future jobs or whatever he could always reference like oh you know i've done this podcast yeah. and you know we've had guests come on okay no one's been like extremely famous or anything but it's still skills that are developing uh i definitely recommend it to anyone it's it's quite yeah 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 it was my idea but i think it's quite therapeutic yeah, as well to kind of about- just discuss things um, yeah, for sure. You know, obviously, 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 it'd be much better if we could, you know, converse in person. But obviously, coronavirus. But you know, it, it, it's good. To, it's good to also meet people like yourself who, you know, are doing different things uh, to myself. Yeah, you know, yeah. with your so you follow each other of, you know, your YouTube channel <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, so it's a good. It's a good. It's a good chance to network as well. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And it's a sick experience as well, just being able to talk on a like literally on air at the same time. This yeah. is my first time doing something like this. By the way, um, right, okay. yeah, and just in terms of it being an experience, it's sick because now I feel like I might I be a bit more ready. For... Yeah, definitely. But I always, this, this is what I always say: you are ready, and don't think about what if I've done this, what if, what if. I don't believe in what ifs. I rather do it, and if it doesn't work out, work on it. And I don't believe in what if that happened, what if, what if that if will never happen unless you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a sick so mentality. I think you should so. do it because what's worst that can happen? You're your own worst critic. Um, and that's like when I first started YouTube, you know, whatever, I was like, nah, I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it. Um, I'm a bit embarrassed. And I thought, you know what, I'm my, my own worst critic. I'm going to do it active on it, but now I'm going to be more active just because I've got free time and focus, focus um, on positive things as well. Because I think, like, if you do things that you enjoy, you really enjoy, it, your passion and your enthusiasm will shine through. Just like Sondor, you believe in that brand. To me, I see Sondor as a digital brand, yeah. an online media platform. I always see it as like an established. In my eyes, it's established. I believe it's established. I believe it's a sick online platform, like a media platform for people. I think it's underrated, not overrated. And that's the thing about uh, Gary Vee. Do you know Gary Vee? Some guy called Gary Vee. Yeah, yeah. Underrated, but you're the underdog, and that's the thing. Like loads of people will come on. You're up and coming, and guarantee you, like a year time or whatever, Sunday will be like the biggest platform. Young people would go to even adults as well. Uh, yeah, I hope so, yeah. Like, you launched oh, that, it like cool. Sonder. Facebook was launched 17 years ago, John was saying. Is that true, John? Was I... Yeah, so today, the February the 4th, um, if Facebook was... It was... If Facebook was a human, they'd be able to wow. drive in the UK. It, it launched 17 years ago, and it kind of, it kind of goes back to obviously Mohammed doing Sonder. You know when when uh, Mark Zuckerberg went to to Harvard University, they always said, you know, the best thing to get out of university is for you to kind of create your own job. Essentially, mm. obviously, Mark Zuckerberg created Facebook, but obviously, you're going to university and you've created Sonder. So you know, you might be might be the next the next big next big thing, mate. Yeah, we hope so. <laughs> Just gonna keep working on this. I've got so many ideas as well. Yeah. That's the thing that I love about this is that. I, I I can't seem to run out of ideas. It's literally limitless. And I just hate being limited. Yeah. Like, even in terms of, like, there's nothing wrong with a nine to five. If that's what you like, if you like um, that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. 
calm. But for me, like I can't, I, I don't like being limited by my surroundings or my job or or anything else. And I feel like this just allows me to explore anything I want to explore. Doing doing something you you enjoy as well is is great for your mental health. Isn't yeah. It? I mean, you know, being stuck in you know maybe a nine to five job that you hate is is, is no good for anybody's mental health. Yeah. And I don't know if any of you guys saw, but um, Doctor Alex from from Love Island has actually been like declared like a uh, mental health yeah, ambassador. That. Um, I don't know if you saw it online, and he's going to be working. Yeah, he's going to be working with, with, with the government. He actually met Boris Johnson, and he's going to try and uh, and kind of um, promote um, mental health and uh, and have it more educated to people, basically, because yeah. obviously, a lot of people are suffering with mental health um, issues, especially during this pandemic. And it's it's really good to see that maybe the government are kind of stepping up uh, and trying to um, enforce, you know, mental health yeah. and, and get people to talk True about that. how they're feeling and uh, and stuff like that. Um, but I think Dr. Alex is a really good, really good person to choose. What do you what do you guys think? Um, I, I don't know much about him, to be honest. I can't really say. But right, in terms so of what on, the, was... the government's doing. Um, yeah, I still feel like uh, mental health is yeah. like underrated, even though now there's a lot more yeah. awareness um, of it, yeah. and there's a lot more like help and stuff. It's there, there's yeah. actually it, not enough being done. It, yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think that's obviously it's a very small thing to kind of do. But, you know, it's maybe a bit of a media publicity stunt as well, you know, having some sort of big name behind it. But hopefully yeah. this is the start of some some promising things. Obviously, with him being a doctor himself, mm. he's obviously well educated on mental health and, yeah. and, and you know, how it affects people. And uh, in my opinion, I've just got promising and he, things and hopefully something He's bringing his you know, own changes personal experience all, to sure. it because last year his brother committed suicide. Oh man! Yeah, yeah, I heard. I actually heard that. Yeah, something I'm passionate oh. about. Like John, you helped me last time when I was a bit stressed. Mohammed, when you texted me that first time, do you remember? Um, I was on a bad day. You just texted me, "Hey, it's Mohammed here. Here's what. Here's a Sunday video." Um, and just having a for me, like I struggle every every day. I don't struggle. I struggle some days, and I think for me, like when I text John twenty times a day, mm. sometimes um, like for me, it's it's good because I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm texting him, I'm bloody fuming, I'm ranting and ranting and raving, but then I realise, you know what? <laughs> It's good to let it out because I think for me, I used to I used to bottle a lot of things up, especially like I didn't want to I didn't want to um, yeah, yeah put a burden on my parents, you know, extra pressure, added pressure, worrying about their son. I'm like, nah, nah, I'm yeah. all right. pretend I'm all right. But for for me now, I always say like, uh, it's okay not to be okay. Like men can cry. Like eight, you know, every eighty seconds or every eighty four seconds, a male commits suicide in England. It's yeah, every eighty four seconds. Oh, Google it one second. I saw it in Manchester. I saw it in, in the. Um... I mean, I even saw stats about you know, um, just human beings in general. Um, they have far more negative thoughts than they do have positive thoughts about any sort of situation, mm-hmm. just about life in general. And you know, even that stat itself. Before I met John last time, um, like October time, um, I was gonna hurt myself, and then Steph. Petru, big up to Steph, um, she took me to the hospital and it just goes to show like people do believe in you and if I didn't say I was all right and ran away and everything, I made a lot of my family members worried, like the mm. police are out looking for me. Um, I don't know if I'll be here mm. or not, but then I always think about no one knows what someone goes through. So if someone's having a bad day and they're rude to you, never judge them because you don't know what they're going through. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's you know it's a really big big topic, especially in the UK, and 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 hopefully this is you know some promising times ahead in terms of mental health. But we've been we've been chatting actually for over forty five minutes now. Um, no it's probably a, a good kind of time to to wrap it up, unless there's anything else that you'd like to talk about, Mohammed. Um... Oh, nothing Last, short enough. No. I'm gonna end in a positive. I've really got, no. yeah. positive. Have you seen the new craze, Little Moon? Oh, do you have TikTok? No, what's that? Little Moon is small yeah, little Japanese ice creams, and it's so nice. It's called Little Moon. Is it Little Moon's Moochie? <laughs> little Moon's Moochie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, what do, do they have it in Manchester? I was going for a run yesterday. Do you know where the massive Chinese factory is near the MRI? The Chinese cash and carry, the massive one. So they have it in there, and they have it in like, yeah, yeah. Tesco's are sold out. So they have it in the Chinese supermarket, so Tesco and Waitrose. Literally, you should Google it, Mohammed. Little Moons, they are bloody amazing. Oh, would you, get, would you try it? <laughs> it literally, strawberry cream is the best. Uh, put me on the spot. Wait, L-I-T-T-L-E. And then Moons, as in Moons, oh, uh, Sky. Uh, uh, bad, I, 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 I thought you said something else. Oh, this thing. Now, the pink. Oh, my God. Yeah, they look I'm nice. I'm telling you now that they are the best thing you could ever have. Don't go to Rimmers and Rograt. These shopkeepers are bloody robbing you. Three of them, only three pieces of £6.50. You can buy a box for £4. They got flavours, though. Bloody they got nice. chocolate, coconut, one's nice. Yeah. mango. Nice. nice. So that's a, on a positive note, you should try that. But hopefully, we'll love to have you on again. It was nice meeting John. Obviously, nice you meeting John. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think it's been really nice to speak to uh, to someone like yourself and, and kind of you know educate us on on, on some things that you're doing oh, thank you. and some of your some of your beliefs. And it's it's was was yeah. was a pleasure to virtually meet yeah. you, my friend. Yeah. Definitely. What have you got, Mohammed? Anything planned? Yeah, I've got football. I've got to get there in an hour, so I need to. Get I'm still trying to, to recover. Yeah, we'll do it right. in a bit, bro. Yeah, see, yeah, you later. A bit, John. see you later, boys. Thanks. In a bit. Thank you, guys. It was nice talking to you.